here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside as always by mr damon mcdonald it is sunday october 30th 2016 at the time that we are recording this and damon we have got a lot to talk about today we are going to be reviewing the show that happened earlier this morning. Of course, I'm talking about Road to Power Struggle from Corrigan Hall, which featured the semifinals of the Super Junior Tag Tournament. We've got Power Struggle from Osaka to preview. That's taking place next Saturday, November 5th. And we're going to talk a little PuroCast Year End Awards. So we have got a full palette today, my friend. We do. Uh, we're going to be exhausted by the, the end of this show. I can tell you that right now. You're going to be I'm starved. Exa- I'm ex- <laughs> no, I'm all right. I had a I had some leftover uh, uh, pad thai, crab pad thai. It was really ah. fucking good um, from last night. So no, I'm good. I even and guess what? I had a little sweet as well. I had a little. I'm not a big sweets guy, Colin. I'm not big sweets makabe. <laughs> I'm uh, I had, but I had a macaron, a, a, a macaron, a lemon one. Oh, it was fucking fantastic. Uh, so now I'm ready to go. I got my Red Bull. I got my uh, Power Zone uh, sports drink, zero calorie sports drink. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm well hydrated and ready to rock and roll. And of course, if you aren't listening to us on the uh, Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, or if you're just listening to us on our feed on a Monday, happy Halloween, everyone. Damon, I don't know if you are a uh, Halloween fan, but it is probably my favorite holiday. Autumn is, is my favorite time of year, and uh, I'm a big horror movie guy. love all that. So, uh, oh. All right. I mean, I, I, I like it. I liked it more, I guess, when I was in my 20s and 30s, now it's kind of like, like, like they really have gotten rid of Halloween, haven't they? There's like a war on Halloween. I really think there is because it's really not as, I don't want to say it's not as big, but it really doesn't seem like many people are, are as into it. And they, they really limit the uh, the hours that the kids can go out, right? It's like, I think in my town, it's like from four to seven or like three to seven or something like that. Not for nothing. On a Monday, nobody's home from work, so these poor kids are going to be knocking on doors. Nobody's going to be there, and eh, all that. And you know what? Tonight's mischief night. Do, oh. You know, yeah, it's what a horseshit night that is. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I don't listen. I get it. Every year, it's the same shit. And usually, and knock on wood, we haven't, you know, haven't been egged, or I haven't been TP'd, or I haven't been uh, soaped. 
you know, uh, car windows. But I remember that being a big deal when I was little, when I was a, a youngster. Did you partake in those shenanigans? I, I believe I did. I believe I did. Nothing, nothing too hardcore. Like I'm not gonna break anything. Like, like you know, I'm not gonna set fire to shit or <laughs> you know. Uh, but a little soap under the windows, yeah, and a little. Uh, I never did the eggs. The problem was we'd had no fucking eggs in the house. We were so poor. <laughs> if my mom found out we were throwing eggs, she'd fucking whack us in the skull. Um, nah, but I probably did the old soaping of the car window. You know, uh, I don't think I've not. I never TP'd. Never did the TP thing. Uh, toilet paper. I'm referring to kids. And uh, I don't know. It just seems like a little passe. I don't think it's a big deal as much as it is anymore. Um, and even like I said, the trick or treating and the and the kids going around, you don't really see it as much. It, it's not a not as big a deal. Eh, oh well. But the wife got the bags of candy. She got three bags of candy that I fucking hate. So, ah, so you actually take trick or treaters? Yeah. Why? I mean, listen, I'm not going to be an Good animal. For you. Well, listen, I'm yes, of course. And here's the thing, because I work from home now. But also I'll be home when the kids come knocking on the door at three and four. So I'll be home. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it's you know you got to be a real creep to not to not do that. Have you ever seen um, the, uh, the the grumpy old men movies with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon? Uh, I mean, I've, I'm familiar with them. I don't think I've ever seen them. I think um, that uh, it was it was the second. I can't remember which film it was, but uh, there was a scene on Halloween where the trick or treaters were coming to Walter Matthau's door, and he's yeah. putting like staplers and laundry detergent in their bags. <laughs> <laughs> bricks there's yeah. this thing online there's a um an old clip from like one of the old wwf shows um and it's piper and mcmahon and this whole bit it's online if you find it i, I was actually watching that the other day and just thinking oh my god how horrible this is um yeah i yeah i i liked I I just wish it was a little bit more popular. The the Halloween um it just just doesn't feel I'll t- I'll tell you what you do see a lot though and maybe it's just because the kids are getting older in my neighborhood. It feels like you know like teenagers are are like I don't know like honestly if you're like 17 or 18 and you're going around trick or treating I'm like dude come on get get a job. Oh it's not even <laughs> just teenagers. It's people in their 20s and 30s. Really? Yeah, like trick or treating. I've 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 seen some old looking people uh, out there dressed up with their goodie bags going door to door. They're called homeless people, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Get those people to a shelter. Get those people a warm hot meal for Christ's sake. Um, no, I am not giving. I no fuck that. I am not. That, now that's where I draw the line. I'm not giving candy to a fucking. 20 year old are, are you gonna yeah, ask yeah. for id you should card them <laughs> no i mean listen you can eyeball them um you know just, just, you know I, 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 no a 20 year old trick trick or treat now that's embarrassing is what the fuck that is and listen and again 20 year old you want to go to a party you want to get i'm all into that costumes go for it i think you know i love it i don't want to do it. any of that <laughs> See, i, I want to like, stay I, home I, Eh, I I like the I like the Halloween party. The Halloween party's fun. The girls get all dressed up, you know. Listen, we're talking fucking Halloween here. We got a lot of pro wrestling talk to get to. We do, um, and there were some uh, some wrestlers who did uh, get in the Halloween spirit into this show. So uh, 
Why don't we get right into it? Road to Power Struggle from Cork and Hall earlier this morning, uh, featuring a crowd of 1,722 spectators, according to PudoResuSpirit.net, a great resource. And let's kick it off with the first match. This was a Young Lions match featuring Kanamitsu versus Kuwato. Um, I think we talked about last week how these two don't really have much of an in-ring identity yet, but with that being said, I thought that this was a fine six-minute match. We saw Kanemitsu pick up the win with uh, what, what, what looked like a lion tamer to me, more so than a Boston Crab, and yeah, you know, they did their thing, it was what it was, and uh, nice, nice way to kick off the show. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfair... For anybody to sit there and judge these types of matches on the same scale that you're looking at for, you know, stuff in the mid card or stuff at the end of the show. Um, with that being said, I know that we've, I don't know, again, I don't know if we've been negative toward them. And I don't think negative is, is the term. I think if we've been softer than that. Um, I, I don't know with these types of matches, like what am I supposed to be looking for and what are people, I'm curious to, to know what people are looking for in these matches. You Nothing. Know, I, I mean, but how do you evaluate that? How do you judge that? How do you critique that? How do you compare that to other matches? Like, are they just there in this little bubble of, you know, just one match? I mean, I'm not a pro wrestler. Me neither. Right. So, those like especially in those matches it's hard for me to kind of be like okay was that good was that good you know without kind of deferring to an expert in the ring because really what we're we're looking for are the fundamentals being as sound as possible with these types of matches right that's really what they're there for they're there to perform in front of a crowd what they have learned to date which is the the basics and the foundation of pro wrestling um so, again, I'm not 100% sure that I could evaluate that, right? So it's not like I got to sit next to Tiger Hattori and he's got to point out things for me. But, you know, for me, it, it maybe um, – I don't want to say it, I don't appreciate the subtleties in here. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I'm a good enough evaluator to recognize what I'm supposed to be looking for and what I'm not supposed to be looking for. The matches themselves are basic. We know this. They're young lions. They are what they are. To me, I'm just looking for that they don't fuck up shit, that um, you know, there is a general progression in the match. Um, it's not all all helps, you know, helter skelter out of sync, crazy, you know, no match structure. Um, I, I guess it's good, right? I guess it's fine. Um, it does seem to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, that we're getting these young lions in waves. We're seeing a lot more of these kids than we did with, uh, what's the Taz looking dude? Um, Oh, Hanare. Yeah. We, I haven't seen him. Where's he at? So it's like, it's like they, they seem like they get hot on people and then they showcase them in spurts. Right. Um, which I guess is fine. Um, you know, and I don't know if, if, at this point in the game, one group of young lions is more advanced than the other. So, you know, a lot of a lot of rambling there by me basically saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, and it looks fine to me. <laughs> yeah, no, the way I look at it is that these Young Lion matches are there for two reasons. Number one, it's so that these guys can get experience working in front of a live audience. And number two, um, they're there to warm up the crowd. And yeah. 
uh, speaking of Hanare, um, if you've noticed on NJPWWorld.com, they have a lot of uh, these these documentaries and interview specials, and I think that there's there's something with Hanare on there. Um, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, seems like NJPW World's doing a lot of these little interview segments a lot more frequently, so just yeah, putting that out there. You see them out there. Jay White used to do a lot of those, right? Um, I think he's got a couple of those little little segments. There's a little uh, mockumentaries, rockumentary <laughs> with Jay White. Um, this is Jay White. <laughs> behind the music. Um, we were hot, and then we did drugs, and then we reformed, and then we are great again. Um, every rockumentary, by the way. Every behind the music. Pretty much. Um, yeah, but you see Jay, the Jay White of the world. You saw... Um, uh, usually it's a young line thing. I guess they like have the time to do it. You know, like the, like the big stars are a little too busy to be having the cameras following them around and trailing them around. So that's a young lion duty, but okay, fine match, you know, young lions match, Boston crab, lion tamer finish. We know the drill. Alrighty. Next match was a tag match featuring the team of Yoshi Tatsu and juice Robinson oh, versus Yujiro Takahashi and the bone soldier oh. formerly known as captain new Japan. I've got to say something about juice Robinson and I'm about to make a Seinfeld reference here. There was an episode, um, where George was still working at the Yankees at this point, And, uh, the management from the Houston team was coming in and these guys from Houston, every other word out of their mouth was either they bastard or son of a bitch. So they'd be like, I, when I heard that George Costanza was taking us bastards out on the town, I said, that son of a bitch doesn't know what he's in for. And I picture Juice Robinson being the same way with MFR. Like, I could yeah. picture him backstage, like, hey, motherfuckers, what's going on? <laughs> right, right. Motherfuckers is his dude, or hey, bro, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's... How you motherfuckers he, doing? Yeah. Yeah, he throws out the motherfuckers like they are just simple conjunctions, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, and it's somewhat, like, it doesn't suit him. To me, you know, I know he's trying to show a little fire and he's trying to show a little, uh, you know, passion for when he gets that hot tag. But it just doesn't seem like the hippie guy with the dreads and the is, you know, the type of guy that's going to be shouting out motherfucker every five seconds. He swerved everybody with those dreads, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he had the, the picture out. On, I think he Instagrammed a couple of uh, snippets of uh, dread being sitting in a sink. And everybody freaked out, thinking this was it. He was getting a new look, but uh, yeah, he did. He did work us. Colin, can I say something about this fucking match? Yes, you may. This match sucked. Yes, it did. And Juice Robinson was the saving grace in this match. Juice Robinson was by far, by far, the most interesting thing in this match. Absolutely. I am. First of all. Can we talk about Bone Soldier? Let's talk Bone Soldier for a second. Let's talk Bone Soldier. What a shitty fucking look this Bone Soldier is. Right? Bone. The baggy pants, the 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 uh, combat boots, the the t-shirt. Like he looks he he just looks indie pro wrestling. He looks you know, VFW Hall Saturday in front of 100 people in the middle of fucking Des Moines, Iowa. Just shit. 
They should give and him like a little club, like a bone club, <laughs> to kind of complete the look. I, I mean, oh, just horrific. Then Yoshi uh, Tatsu, dude. Dude, did you see the one spot? It was like a hangman spot um, where Yoshi, Hash, Yoshi Tatsu has him draped over the second rope, the bone soldier, uh, uh, the second rope, and he like does this kind of hangman thing to the apron. And if you watch that spot, the in, and it was totally fucked up. Like it just looked like shit. The, the entire crowd at Cork and Hall let out this ugh, gasp. I promise you. It was the funniest thing I've seen that whole entire show. Uh, unbelievably. And then the finish again. The ball shot finish, instant di- disqualification. The ref sees this and disqualifies him. And again, I know that we're trying to get over the fact that he's Captain New Japan no more. He's no longer Mr. Lovable. He's no longer, you know, he's got this mean streak and he's going to do everything he can. And he, you know, chokes, uh, you know, Yoshi... Tatsu out with the belt. Uh, just unbelievable dreck. Did you see in the Observer where Dave specifically called out that the, uh, the, the previous match with them? It was like him and Nakanishi and you know, the match that we talked about last week where it was just horrific. He specifically called out, made a separate paragraph and said, I have to address this, that this, this match was one of the worst matches of all fucking time. Oh, it was hilarious. I was like, he had to do that. Uh, this match was horrific. I, I promise you, and I say this here now, there's a very good chance that anything involving Bone Soldier or Yoshi uh, Tatsu, I'm instantly fast-forwarding and I'm not watching. But there's a very good chance I won't be able to provide my hot takes and insight on that horse shit any longer because, again— I'm 40-something years old. I'm going to die soon. I only have a few grains of sand left in the fucking uh, uh, hourglass. I ain't wasting it on this shit. Shit! By the way, I I feel weird saying the name Bone Soldier. I hate saying that name. Bones. It's the whole... There's everything about this, Colin. Everything from from the, 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 the music to the presentation to the, the ring attire... To the 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 match itself, I feel sorry for the like the third wheel in in these matches. Like I felt sorry for Juice Robinson because he didn't deserve that. I in, in, even in a strange fucking way, I felt sorry for uh, Yujiro Takahashi because I, I even as even throughout the years that I've given him the boots, I still felt sorry that he was involved in this. Well, he's your this buddy is, now. Well, yeah, we're best friends now. Um, but that is just, oh my god! You know what's funny? Speaking of Yujiro, um, or Yujiro, or however you want to emphasize, um, I was on Reddit the other day, and you know how you just get into a, like a Reddit black hole, and you just you're in subreddits that you like. What am I? Am I here? How did I get here? Every night before bed, sorry. Um, they were talking about this one guy who went to Tokyo, and he went to Roppongi, right? And he got duped you know he got according to this guy's story he got uh drugged and then he's you know with strippers and apparently he's doing coke and anyway at the at the end of this the story on reddit the guy uh apparently was like five thousand dollars 
on good on his credit cards, right? And I'm just thinking, like, all right, this guy's an idiot, number one, because, I mean, he did this. You know, he made poor choices. It wasn't like he knew what he was getting himself into. Listen, if you're going – for all the people that are going to Tokyo, do not – if you're, like, a Westerner or, if you know, you're, you're you know, from from Europe, uh, don't go to fucking Rapongi at night. You, you've heard my stories. And they, those, those were nothing compared to this this story on Reddit. Don't go to fucking Rapongi at night. Just don't do it. Unless you're with Rapongi Vice. Well, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> the like, of the night. Well, I'm worried, like, am I really going to go out with <laughs> Takahashi? Is stuff like this going to happen? Sure, so, sure you are. So, so anyway, the long and the short of it is, is that I actually had a dream. So after I read this, right, I read the story, and I was like, oh my god, it sounds like something <laughs> Takahashi would do, like, as you know, as as a wrestling gimmick thing. You know, um, I went to bed, and I and, and and I had a nightmare, a dream that th- that, that these things happened. <laughs> so I woke up all paranoid, thinking, I can't go with him. I can't go out with him. We can't. I'm, I'm like texting Eric. I was like, fucking, we're not going out with him. No, no. Fuck <laughs> happening. Um, you need to stay off Reddit before bed. I, that's what it is. Stay off Reddit before bed. All right, so Bone Soldier, I think it's universal. He stinks, right? We're, nobody's a fan, right? Nobody cares. This is the uh, worst feud of all time, by the way. Yoshitatsu versus the Bone Soldier. I mean, are we building to a to a big Wrestle Kingdom grudge match between these two? Does anybody want to see that? If they waste one fucking second at that dome show on on those two, you're leaving. <laughs> Uh, I'm going. I'm going to be real. Like that's 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 poor judgment. You know, doing drugs in Rapongi. That's a that's poor judgment, right? <laughs> Having a match at the Tokyo Dome with those two, that's poor judgment. They can't. They can't possibly think that's going to be a good idea. But here's the thing. No one I'm afraid of. What's that? I won't be so. I won't be surprised if you see them going for like six man belts. Yeah, you know. That's, I won't be surprised. That's a possibility. Oh, I can't, I can't fathom it. Uh, it's, it's mind-boggling. They'd have Don't... to get the titles off of Ricochet and Finley and Kojima. <laughs> I, I, when you you started the sentence with they have to get the belts off of, and you know how like in your <laughs> mind you're like, you know, you kind of like trying to think of okay, he's going this way with this conversation, so I got to be, I want to, you know, you're ready to throw me softballs. I couldn't remember who the fuck it was. <laughs> like, I write for like a second. I was like, who the fuck are the champions? Oh, yeah, it's them. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that difficult. We can do that. We can do that tomorrow, right? That yeah, you're probably a, right. Shouldn't be a problem. But yeah, watch out for uh, watch out for Bullet Club and the Never title. I wouldn't be so, or the Never six man belts. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, we see that. I hope not. Let's not waste any time with them. Let's not waste any more time talking about them. All right. Alrighty, next match is an eight-man tag featuring the team of Tenzan, Kojima, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, taking on Yuji Nagata, Nakanishi, Angel De Oro, and Titan. Let me tell you something. I didn't mind this match, Colin. Me neither. I thought this was pretty good. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the Lucha Libre influences. They've been really good this tour. They really right? have. And when they have popped in that ring, they add an extra spice. They add an extra element that I don't think is there in many other matches. I, I've I've enjoyed them, and I know that you you frown on them. I know that you uh, are not a fan. I know that they've announced Fantastic Mania, right? Oh, we're gonna get I, into I, that. I know that you're on the edge of your seat for that. But um, look, 
I would have zero issues, zilch issues. In fact, I would I would wholeheartedly uh, recommend that they, if they could agree on something, but bringing in these guys a little bit more frequently. You want to talk about adding a little spice to a junior tag uh, tournament? Why don't we? Why don't you know? Or, or not tournament, but uh, you know, just competition for those titles. I'd like to see them in the mix, right? I'd like to see a lot more of these guys, these CMML guys, in the mix. Yeah, sure. I mean, since the junior heavyweight tag division is so slim right now, why not? Why not bring yeah. in some of these CMLL guys and throw them into the mix? And, uh, you know, they, I, I see no reason why they shouldn't. I mean, it's, it's a scheduling thing. And, you know, I'm sure that, you know, and a money thing and a and a you know time thing and, you know, CMLL has to agree to have them go on a little tour uh, more than what they're doing now. But yeah, I think like, and, ex- and especially in this match, they were fun. Liger was great in this match. I thought Liger was hilarious in this match. Did you see Liger it, uh, mocking Nakanishi beforehand? I did, with a Frankenstein. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Um, and the match wasn't, wasn't bad to boot. I thought Kojima and, and uh, Yuji Nagata together. That was fun. It was good. They had some really nice exchanges in there. Uh, hard hitting. Yep, we got uh, our high flying in there with the uh, CMLL guys. Yeah, it was a, a nice little hodgepodge, a nice little smorgasbord of really, I thought, solid pro wrestling with different styles and different for different influences. It made, it made for a good match. You know, it, the the flavors melded. Colin, they melded well. They did, and. Uh, we saw Tiger Mask pick up the win, uh, hitting the Tiger Suplex on uh, Teton. So yeah. there you go, fun, fun little eight-man tag. I liked it. I, I, th- I think uh, for me, it was one of the highlights of the show. All right, next match is a six-man tag featuring the team of Ishii Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto taking on Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and Chase Owens. Now, here's where. I'm getting a bit confused. So it looks like that they're setting up Ishii and someone taking on the Gorillas of Destiny. Now, I think that I speak for both of us when I say that we would like that person to be Hiroki Goto. Because if it's not him, then quite frankly, I don't see what else he's going to do at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Would I be disappointed if it was Yoshihashi no I you know I I I think that Yoshihashi is in a much better place uh now than he was last year at this time and I think that he uh is well deserving of being in a world uh tag title match with Ishii as his partner but I want to see that that big Haas team of Ishii and Goto so it'll be interesting to see where they go with this yeah, if you're talking, if we're talking about reestablishing those those belts that have been through the dumpster fire and back uh, in the past two or three years, I would prefer someone with a little bit more spark, and that's Goto, right? Goto has the ability and Ishii together to to elevate those tag belts, which so desperately need it. You know, you go through these shows and. You know, I, I can't say they're the worst match on every single show, but they're they're in the bottom half. You know, if you're, if you're if we're ranking matches on shows, usually when we talk about those tag matches, 
you know, we're not looking forward to them. Or when we do see them, we're kind of shoulder shrugging and hand waving. A tag team of Ishii and Goto, you're not going to do that. And I think that's important. It needs to happen and it needs to happen soon. I don't, I'm not completely 100% down on Yoshihashi taking that spot. But if I had a preference, and I really think that they need to do this because those belts, again, have been through the dinger. The dinger? Is that a word? Is that a thing? Dinger, ringer, whatever. (laughs) I like how I just throw in consonants in words that don't... (laughs) You've invented a lot of words throughout the history of this show. I really have. I want somebody to make a compilation of that. All of the words that Damon has just invented on the spur of the moment. That's because I just, like, the words blend in. Um, anywho, I want Ishii and Goto. That's what I want. And I think that the majority of our listeners feel the same. And I think they feel the same for very similar reasons. Let's reestablish those tag belts. And I think that's the one team that can do that. And I think that you have the possibilities of great matches throughout the year, uh, with Ishii and Goto. It gives them something to do for a long time. Right, because it seems to me like Goto is one of those guys that's kind of spinning his wheels and spinning his wheels for most of the year. Yes, he made it to the finals by, you know, by a, I don't want to say a fluke, but by a fluke, he made it to the finals. He still had a great match. Um, but that's Two really been matches. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but th- that's really been the highlight of his year, right? Yeah. It's really been the highlight of his year. He's had good matches with Okada, but he, again, once again, you know, he's 0 for 20,000 for his title chances let's give him let's give him the 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 gold here the tag belts i know everybody was excited when it was shibata and uh goto remember that remember how excited we were for that yeah we were excited for that um i think that's why that's i think that's why because it it helped reestablish and give some fire to the tag scene that desperately needs it now i'm not saying that this is going to be like the steiners versus the faces of fear but i will say I think that the t- the team of Ishii and Goto versus G.O.D., they have the capability of having a good mean guy match. You know what I mean? Yeah, you were saying that. Look, the problem is is that, by and large... Tongaloa like, sucks. <laughs> In not so many words. I was going to kind of break it down a little bit and give, give you some reasons why, but the overall theme, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, it can be summed up in that. Um, like his offense just looks like very like to me, he feels like a guy who's playing pro wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if you and your friends were going to say, okay, let's play pro wrestling, you know, and in, in the cafeteria and the over exaggerated double stomps and, you know, like just everything just looks that way to me with, with him. Um, I gave my friend an F five in the park one time. Yeah? Yeah. Really, okay. really messed up my back. Wow. Look at you guys. <laughs> you know, you obviously, don't try this at home, Colin. This was, you know. this was years and years ago. Yeah. Did you have a backyard federation? No, no. It was nothing like that. I think we were just messing around in the local park, and uh, I, th- I thought it would be a good idea to give my friend an F5. Yeah. We had a backyard federation. We I bet to, you did. Yeah, we did. We used to rent Larry Sharp's ring. Really? We used to, yeah, we used to rent his ring. And uh, we used to have us and a bunch of guys. Like, we had guys drive down from North Jersey. Um, and then we had our local crew. And, yeah, yeah, we had a 
We had it for a while. We had it, did it for a couple of years, and then after a while, it was just like, what are we doing? Well, what the fuck what are we doing, doing with our lives? What's that? What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> well, we were like 1920, you know, we were in that time frame. But when, when, our, when our bodies physically could perform things, physical acts, <laughs> not like now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, we did, we did that. Uh, anyway, so uh, where were we? Tongaloa stinks. Got that check marked off this show. Good. Um, Uchi, uh, picking Uchi. up the win with the the uh, vertical brain buster on Chase Owens. Uh, any, any thoughts on Chase Owens? Chase Owens looked like a pumpkin, didn't he? <laughs> they all. They, well, that that was the that was the theme. They were they had pumpkin face paint on. I don't want to harp on poor Chase Owens, but I, I couldn't stop looking at his his mid mid area. I couldn't stop. Yeah, it's not it's not very defined. You know what? I I blame myself for that. I, I do too. I, I really blame do you for that too because I can't stop looking at it, right? And it's not that he's like like it's weird. It's not like a fat in the sense of like King Kong Bundy or um, no no no. You know, but it's just and it's just this little area. <laughs> it's like this little patch that I just can't stop fucking focusing on. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like somebody who um. Like somebody who got surgery and they have like loose skin, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. it's just like loose skin that in somebody that somebody had a gastric that, bypass. Yeah, something like that. Like like there's but it's just that one area. It's like he doesn't have flabby arms. He doesn't have it's just that one little and I can't stop looking at it. Hey, and I would he, I would kill to look like him. Me too. I fucking absolutely listen. Me compared to him, it's night and day. Yeah, so like I said, Ishii picking up the win with the Brain Buster on Chase Owens. And then there's a big brawl on the outside after the match with Tamatanga and Ishii. And um, again, not sure where they're going with this in regards to who who is Ishii uh, teaming up with. Is it going to be Goto or is it going to be Yoshihashi? Yeah, it was not made clear. Uh, again, not to beat the dead horse, but let's let's... Hope and pray, everyone, our collective positive thoughts for Ishii Goto um, going into this World Tag League and or somehow making it to the Dome. Just Let's just collectively goodwill it and maybe it'll happen. All right, up next is, in my opinion, the most fun match of the evening. It's a six-man tag featuring the team of Okada, Will Ospreay, and Ghetto taking on the Elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And of course, uh, Omega and the Young Bucks coming out in the Halloween spirit. Nick Jackson was dressed up like a ghost. And uh, Kenny and Matt dressed up like Ghostbusters, complete with the plasma guns, the whole bit. I, I, I love this. This, and, and I'm saying this as a compliment, this was, in a, this was one of the best American-style matches you could see yes. to me. You know what I mean? Like it had every bit of every thing that American pro wrestling is good for. Um, was there comedy? Yes. Was it overbearing? I didn't think so. And where it started to feel that way, it was in the beginning of the match and it was not a big deal for me. Um, and the audience match, like made the transition almost into a Ring of Honor crowd. You that's know what, I mean? what it felt like to me. This was a Ring of Honor. This was a Ring of Honor main event match. And I thought the match was tremendous. I really thought it was fantastic. I thought it was uh, – uh, look, I'm, I'm nursing a bit of a hangover, Colin, in case you didn't know, right? Oh, I know. 
we went out we went out little 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 pre-gaming you know pre-planning with the uh the crew for our uh trip coming up bit of so boozing we, went, we were boozing the old fashions were flowing so this morning i was hurting a little bit and up until this point it was uh i don't want to say it was a struggle but it was like oh i wasn't feeling great wasn't you know wasn't feeling the show it was just kind of like okay i, I feel like i just got to power through this all that fun stuff this match cleared all that up this was a really fun and i hate using the word fun as an adjective because i think it's a lazy adjective why was it fun well one spots galore right very cool spots galore how about that the uh the the, uh, the pile uh on, on the outside to will osprey right uh after which osprey or before which osprey tried to you know what was it almost like a a space driver you know and he gets caught and then pile drive a spike pile drive on the floor the indie taker the indie taker um again super kicks galore kenny omega was a bumping fucking machine he was he was mr perfect-esque in his bumping um exact over exaggerated but not super silly over exaggerated good comparison um he was he he was a he was a shining star in this match, and I don't mean that awful WWE tag team. I mean who? a legitimate who? I mean a legitimate star. Like he he felt to me like a star. Um, once again, the interactions between Kenny Omega and an Okada made made me salivate. Made me want to see more. Uh, the flow, the pacing of the match. Again, the comedy in the middle. I was fine with it. Totally okay. In fact, I thought it was kind of cute and funny. And, and you know. Little Halloween spirit, little Ghostbuster stuff, fine. But the, by the time this match was ended, it was rocking and rolling. This was a this was a top tier American style pro wrestling match that I would say, if you haven't watched this show, and again, it's easily skippable, right? You could you could look at this show on paper, and be like, ah, eh, I'm good. I got things to do. Maybe I'll watch some, uh, you know, pro football, or I'll watch some. Uh, uh, what? Dude, pro football. I said, ooh. Uh, well, I know some. Whatever you're into, there's plenty of pro sports on, right? Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I'm gonna say that at the very least, go out of your way to watch this match because I feel it is that good. If you're a Kenny Omega fan and you like Kenny Omega style, you're gonna love this. If you're a Young Bucks guy, you're gonna love this. If you're like a Ring of Honor pro wrestling gorilla, indie pro wrestling kind of guy and like that style. This match is right up your alley. It was different from many New Japan matches. Like, it didn't have the same New Japan feel. When I left this match, I felt like this match was literally hand-picked from a great American-style show. That's that's what I felt from this. You took the words right out of my mouth, Damon. And uh, like I said earlier, the crowd totally played along with everything, right down to the Terminator the, the uh, Terminator spot, the uh, yeah. triple topes. Dun, 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 dun. Up, up, up. The crowd knew exactly what to do. I'm just going to do. I'm just gonna do this while you do it. You, you just keep talking. I'm gonna... <laughs> the crowd knew exactly what to do. They played along perfectly. Like you said, if you're a fan of the Ring of Honor, PWG style, this will be right up your alley. It had everything. It had the high spots. had the comedy. It had the whole enchilada. However... As much as I enjoyed this match, it had one glaring flaw that I can't even fathom. What? Now, 
looking at this match on paper, you know, Ghetto is included. So you figure, okay, well, Ghetto, that he's there to take the fall. Who takes the fall? But none other than Will Ospreay, the guy who was brought in his very first match was for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. He won the Best of the Super Junior Tournament. I mean, they're supposed to be positioning him as a star. I'm sorry, but with Ghetto included in this match, there was no excuse to have Will Ospreay take the fall, even if it was Kenny Omega who was pinning him. Mm, okay, you just glossed over the point, right? You did, you did just gloss over that one point that is vital. There's two factors in this, and while I agree to it to the to the extent of, I I wouldn't have wanted Will Osprey to be put in this position, but I see it from two angles. One, let's not forget, Colin, he is still a junior, right? So so again, in these matches, juniors are going to take a fall. Now you had two, you had two on that side that could have taken that fall. Ghetto is there. I understand. No excuse. Here's your excuse. And not only excuse, here's why I'm glad it was Osprey who took the fall. Okay. Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, one wing angel, pins Osprey. It means a lot more for Kenny Omega to be built as the star because he's headlining your biggest show of the year in the biggest building that you run. He's got to beat names. It doesn't mean as much for Kenny Omega to give a one-winged angel to Ghetto and get a pin. But it does mean significantly more for him to do the same thing to Will Ospreay. Okada's not taking that job. That's between Ghetto and that's between Ospreay. And for me, if you're pushing Kenny Omega as your number one guy going into the biggest show of the year, that, that motherfucker better one-winged angel everybody. He better knock on Antonio Inoki's door and put him through a fucking table at dinner, right? He, I don't care. He better knock on AJ Petrucci's door. <laughs> and and kick him off the roof and <laughs> give him that one-winged angel. Seriously, I want him to I, – I, there had better, better be a montage of one-winged angels and Kenny Omega just destroying through the entire fucking roster. Why? Because you put your chips, all of your chips, on Kenny Omega – to help draw this house. And let me tell you something. He's, he, he's doing it because I have seen more. I get more texts and more Facebook messages and all kinds of correspondence from people who are going to this show. And they're like, hey, how do I get here? You know, my first time going. A lot of first time travelers, not only to go see New Japan, but to go to Japan to see this show. Uh, so something's working there. You got to go all in on Kenny Omega. I have no problem with Will Ospreay doing the job here. I, I I agree. I understand everything that you just said. However, what are you going to do with Will Ospreay? Okay, but that I don't. I think there there does need to be some rehabilitation to Will Ospreay because I feel like he's somewhat left in the dust. They have this this knack of being able to to flick a switch and and get them back to where they need to be rather quickly, and I think that they will. But they will Osprey. <laughs> Pretty good, right? <laughs> I, I get it. Um, but I, I, I understand where people might look at that finish and say, oh, you know, they, they didn't bury him. They didn't kill him. No, he'll they didn't be bury him, but I fine. just – Ghetto he'll was there, fine. and he's there to take uh, falls. Again, he is 
it means more. Right now, when you need it more, Kenny Omega's got to go through some pretty big names. I have no, I don't care. Again, he could go through the entire fucking roster. He can go through, he can put one on Tanahashi tomorrow, right? And, I don't think and you want that. I really don't, but I can see if they did it. I uh, listen. That's that's the direction the company. That would going be stupid. I, I mean, listen. I'm, you, you get my point, though. I get like, your he, point, but he's, I mean, I don't care if it's fucking Milano AT. I don't give a. <laughs> I don't fucking one wing angel. Everybody. How about Jushin Thunder Liger? Let him take one. Let, 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 hit me the minute I get off the fucking plane at Narita. Drop me. <laughs> Do it. He would break hit your neck, with, Damon. Break it. Break my neck. Break it. <laughs> Watch me whip. Watch me nay um uh, yeah i know all right uh but no but that's that's so no there was a, a when it happened con i'm not gonna lie i was i was it, it, for a second if i felt what you're feeling right you it, felt it my there. pain felt your pain but you know after that wore off for a second you see why they they need to do what they need to do again we're going all in on kenny omega let's go all in on kenny omega let's not pussyfoot around do it make it happen Give him all the wins that he can, and it means more than him pinning Ghetto. Because Ghetto, yeah, of course he could have taken the fall. He pinned, he pinned a, 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 a top junior. He's not going to pin Okada here. Pin the top junior. I got no problem with it. He's still cleaning up the junior heavyweight division after all these years. <laughs> after all these, he can't. They pull you back in. They pull you back in. But no, this match was tremendous, Colin. I really enjoyed it. Um, and again, I think uh, it gets our highest recommendation to, to to go take a look, have fun with it, watch the, watch this match today. Um, I think you'd be pleasantly pleased, uh, our listening audience. Also, you were talking about um, the buzz surrounding Kenny Omega, and I'm feeling that too. I'm feeling that Kenny Omega versus Okada is one of those main events that is going to really draw a large North American audience. Now, with that being said, I think that it would be a wise decision for New Japan if they could somehow get this get, Wrestle get Kingdom. A ticket, yeah, get a ticket system that makes more fucking sense. That, yes. No, sorry, that, that's a rant. I'll go on at another time. That. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That. And let's try and get this thing on regular pay-per-view. Like in the States? Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Um, Think about what uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9 being on pay-per-view did for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody's hyped up, you know, and, and, and everybody's really f- focused on networks, their own networks, because, again, they eliminate the middleman. They, they eliminate the cable companies. But still, to this day, you, you'd be surprised how many people just don't understand the technology of a network. And yeah. it boggles my mind. But like, like people just don't get it. And people just don't want to go through the hassle of it. And people don't want to – they just want to click a button on their remote and watch it on their screen. They don't want to port. They don't want to hook up an HDMI cable. They want to push a button. And the easier you're, you can make that for people, yeah, I get it. I, I mean I, I don't think they will though. I don't, I don't think it will happen. Me um, neither, but – but but again, at the end of the day, you got to think convenience. Convenience is really the one thing that makes. Um, I can't say it makes, but it helps casuals get on board. If you're a, a wrestling fan, but you don't necessarily watch the New Japan product, and, but and it's but it's easy for you to watch if you're so motivated. It I think it helps. Um, again. It does go back to the fact, though, that Japan 
feels to me like a like a society where that's not really an important factor, if that makes any sense. Um, they'll sacrifice convenience for what they might perceive as the right thing to do. And again, this ticket situation is a, is a perfect example of that, of how difficult it is not only to get these Wrestle Kingdom tickets, like everybody in North America is kind of who's trying to get tickets and going to the show. It's the same struggles. You know, tickets went on sale to these, the fan club. You can't be a fan club member. You can't be a New Japan fan club member without a Japanese credit card and a Japanese address. You can't do it. So you got all these North American people, the tickets going on on sale. And again, it, it's it's give us, let us give us your money. You know, we wanted to give you our money, <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's difficult. Um, I mean, listen, it's so difficult that just for me personally, I talked to two people in New Japan, two people and both people. It was like, 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 let me, sh I'm not going to tell you who it was, but I was in conversation with, uh, someone in who works for New Japan pro wrestling, the bone soldier, <laughs> it was the bone, me and the bone soldier, bone soldiers hooking me up. Uh, let me see if I can give you this, this, um, just the, the closing part. Uh, I'll give you the answer. I wouldn't even know how to get tickets for you. I don't mind helping you guys at all, but I don't know where to start. This is somebody who is deeply embedded in New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> like, he didn't even know. Like, he's like, I don't know how to help you, dude. I don't know. So guys in the company don't even know how to get tickets. They really don't. <laughs> or, you know, and, and I don't think it's like something where it, it was like a blow off. You know what I mean? Because, because, it wasn't a blow off, but that was one of two that I personally talked to. And then Eric's talked, you know, Eric, you know, knows everyone. Um, it's been, as Eric likes to say, we keep getting cornholed <laughs> at every drop. And again, this uh, New Year Dash situation, I mean, listen, you know, you're looking at 30,000 at the dome, right? Well, now you're going to squeeze 30,000 into a 2200 seat building. Everybody's going to want tickets when these tickets go on sale. So we are we have literally five different people that we have given money to five different people to get tickets for us that we've already paid. We've paid for five sets of tickets to make sure that we can get tickets because we don't even know if we can get tickets for this dash show when we're there. How much money like, have you sunk in so far? Uh, so it was like nine, like it was right around 90 bucks a ticket. So 90, I paid for two sets and Eric's paid for three sets. Wow. Yeah. At now, that point I'd stay home. <laughs> but that, that, it's like, Eric's like, ah, oh, I should have just gone to the fucking all Japan show at Sumo and I wouldn't have to deal with half this shit because it's a mess. Um, it, it is. It's a headache. Like it, it is a bit of a headache. It's not like you can just go on on Ticketmaster or StubHub or what have you and just buy the tickets. You know what I mean? Go it's to like LiveNation.com to get your <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom tickets. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like there's so much headache because, you know, and even even like trying to give them the money. Like so we're paying for five sets and we're going to wind up selling. Uh, we're going to take the best that, that we get and we're going to wind up selling the rest. And that's going to be that. Um. But we have to do this because we don't even know if these people can get us these tickets, right? But the people that were even trying to get these tickets from – like nobody takes PayPal over there. Like nobody takes PayPal. So we're like, listen, we'll, we'll PayPal you the money. Again, we don't want it. We don't want this for free. 
We want to give you the money. We'll give you extra. We'll give you money for you, the time and effort for you to do these things for us because we appreciate it. But it's not like we can even PayPal them the money. They don't have PayPal. They don't accept PayPal. It's like, what's going on? Like, why Why is it so fucking hard? Um, well, Damon, maybe maybe I can talk to my old uh, some of my, my old Stern Show contacts and uh, <laughs> see what they can do for you. They can't do anything for me. I got two people in the company that can't do anything for me, let alone somebody from the Stern. But that's 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 the frustration, and and for a lot of people. But even with that said, Colin, there are at least ten, fifteen that I absolutely one hundred percent confirm and know. That are flying over, that are spending their hard-earned money for plane, travel, lodging, tickets for the, this show. So, again, it, it, I don't expect New Japan to go out of their way and bend over backwards and change how they've been doing business since 1972. But they kind of have to recognize the fact that this is becoming a destination event for pro wrestling fans in North America. It's becoming that. And, and, and truth be told, that's... Kenny Omega, that's uh, Naito and Los Ingobernables, um, and it's Ring of Honor that that's helping to help spread the word of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I really think and, and it's and New I, Japan Purocast. You know what? I like. I, I hope that we are a part of that in some small way, in some tiny way. If we're a part of that, that would be very pleasing to me. Um, and looking at our subscriber rate and our numbers and 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 from what you tell me, I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm not sitting here patting ourselves on the back, but I think that we have a, a, a saying that and I think the Voices of Wrestling flagship show absolutely has has that because they inspired me to want to do something like this. Um, I think Ring of Honor has something to do. With, I think the, 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 the Reddit subreddit, um, the New Japan Pro Wrestling subreddit. They do a great job. That's a that's a that's a nice group. They and they do a lot for us. They post our shows on there all the time. Yep, and Evan they, Deadly Sins, good guy. All of them are. Yep, absolutely. That that they. I think that's another great resource. Um, Kevin Kelly himself. I think Kevin Kelly is one of those resources. Uh, and the fact that they opened it up and Carino as well. Um, Chris Charlton, his book. Right. So there's all these little tiny things that have kind of come into sync to open up this North American audience now. With that said, about 8,000 people, right, that are signed up for this network? About 8,000 North Americans, is that right? Is that the number? I, th I think that's what I read. It's not, it's not a lot, right? A lot of that is North Americans, though. Um, so, uh, you know, even with that said, it's still not this massive audience. But I think they, they need to recognize that it's quickly becoming a destination event for pro wrestling fans in North America, and they're spending their hard-earned money to come over. Um, it, a little convenience on how to get these tickets, just having a little one person be a point of contact would be great um, in making that happen. Uh, all right. So there you go. There's my rant for the day. All righty. The uh, final eight man tag of the evening. We had the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Togi Makabe, Tomoaki Honma, and Katsuyori Shibata taking on Los Ingobernobles de Japón. Um, Big sigh to start off uh, Damon's thoughts. Because that's what this match was to me. A, a, a rather big sigh. You know what I mean? I was just like, coming off of the match that we just had, uh, this was, I don't feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
Colin. Correct my opinion. <laughs> um, I don't think this match was anywhere near the match we just saw. No, absolutely not. And, and you know, I think that this match, the job that this match was here to do was to get us pumped for Tanahashi versus Sonata and Shibata versus Evil. I think one out of those two did what it needed to do. I'll agree with that. I think Shibata and Evil, I walked out of this match feeling a little bit more pumped up for than uh, Tanahashi uh, Sonata. Um, Now, again, um, am I looking forward to that match? Yes. It'll be a Um, great match, no doubt. I absolutely agree. I think it will be a tremendous match, but I don't think that this match did any favors in getting anyone particularly amped up, juiced up, ready to rock and roll for that match. This match was there. And I don't want to say it was a cookie cutter, um, Los Ingo Bernabales versus baby faces, you know, pick your pick your people, pick your poison. I don't want to say it was cookie cutter, but it, it felt cookie cutter. And it was uh, it was a significant drop for me coming off of the match that we just saw. It took me a little bit to get into it. I, I don't really feel like it fully hit my, you know, I, I, I've latched or latched, latched into it. I latched into it, Colin. You latched into it. Latched into it. No, I latched into it. Um, and, but I didn't feel that I, even at the, when the final bell rang, that I latched into it um, as deeply as I did the previous match. I'll be honest with you. I forgot about this match. I forgot that it was even taking place. It, it's, it's not gonna, you're not going to die if you never see this match. Right? If, you, if you go to your grave, you're not going to be regretting that you, you missed this match. Uh, it's, it's a little formulatic. A little uh, you know, paint by numbers, Los Ingobernables uh, multi man yep. tag. Bushi that's, blows that's the, the mist in Honma's face. Naito Which, rolls him up with the jackknife pin. And yeah, I, I know what you're going to say. Uh, Honma t- taking a fall again, finally. Maybe we're getting back to that. Well, I mean, that's fine, but it's more of the mist and, okay, the blind referee. But, <laughs> you know, we see the ball shot. We're going to get that over, but we're not going to get over the fact that. Um, yeah, the mist. Well, Again, the mist the is mist. different. Is it? It is. It's it's it's, it's not as uh, DQ worthy as a nut shot. I will say this though: at least the ref didn't look like a total fucking boob. Like he he did he was you know knocked loopy and um, he positioned himself so that he didn't. He's not staring at Holmes' face, you know, um, when he's doing the three count. So again, you he can make the excuse. That, oh, you know, I was out of position or I didn't see where my, you know. Yeah, I didn't think this one was quite as obvious as, right. like, some of the ones with Kushida, for example, that are just so blatantly out right. in the open. Yeah, they're doing a little bit a better job concealing that. But, it's again, it, it does fall back on, okay, I'm the referee for this match. In every single match where Bushi's in it, he's blowing this. I, I have to be receptive to the fact that there could be a mist in here and be purposely looking for that if I'm the referee, but of course not. But again, it's pro wrestling kids. Why am I overthinking this? I overthink, I overthink this more than should I refi my house? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? Yep. So, uh, evil hits his finisher on Shibata after the match. And we will be looking forward to that match at power struggle next Saturday. Will we? Oh, we will. Yes. Okay. Good. We shall. And <laughs> now right. we arrive at the semifinals of the uh, Super Junior Tag Tournament. The first match, the team of Ryusuke Taguchi and Fuego taking on Rapongi Vice. 
And the theme of this match was really that that building tension between Rocky Romero and Beretta. I mean, Beretta, you know, d- demanding a tag and Romero giving him the big F you. Now, they did pick up a win here um, with the uh, their strong zero finisher with Fuego taking the pinfall. But, you know, I think that next Saturday we're going to see the whole thing just completely blow up. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I think uh, it spells the end of Rapongi Vice as we know it. And we move on from there. Highlights of the match, Colin? Uh, Highlights of the match. Number one, the uh, Taguchi and Fuego's entrance. Yeah. I wish yeah. they would have played the the, uh, the theme music. I wanted to hear it. I wish I would have danced to that at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my only regret in life is that I didn't do that going down the aisle. Um, Very good match, is, actually. You like it? It was okay. I I, I was I, It was neither here nor there for me. Um, it, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a great match. I didn't think it was a terrible match. It was there. It was good. Um, as far as semifinals in a junior tag, I, I was expecting hopefully a little bit more, but... You know, it's uh, you got a lot of comedy to gooch, right? You got a lot of ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sounds hotter than it is. Um, you know, it's fine. I to me, the highlight was uh, the entrance Liger going batshit crazy at ringside, <laughs> <laughs> having a great time, loving life, enjoying life to the fullest. He's like a senior, you know. He's like he's retiring soon. It reminds he me knows- of you. A little bit, a little bit. You know, you you know you're on your way out. You know, you're gonna you're gonna live life to the fullest on your way out, and that's that's what I like to see. Um, Taguchi actually doing the uh, forever hip attacks, shall we call them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, one half of the final set with this match again. Uh, do I think it was a great match? No. Do I think it was a good match? Yeah, I'll give it a good. And uh, I don't think anybody's going to remember this match two years down the road when we're looking at the history of the uh, junior tag tournaments, that's for sure. By the way, I was listening to Rapongi Vice's theme song because they were just letting it play and go yep. on. And yep. they talk about, towards the end of the song, after they stay up all night, uh-huh. in the wee hours of the morning, they go to the American McDonald's and they get McGriddles. Mm. Those are the lyrics. Well, look, there's nothing wrong with a McGriddle, a sausage sausage McGriddle. No, no, it kind of got me uh, in the mood for some Mickey D's breakfast actually, but I just I just wanted to point that out. I like what's the first line? It's like uh four knuckle ring. <laughs> I can't recite but, the lyrics for you, but I just nah, uh, me neither. Me neither. I'm it's not my thing. I thought um, I, I thought that was really deep the McDonald's line. Yeah, yeah, listen. You know, really connecting with the kids on that one. Yeah, so some 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 dope beats, yo. <laughs> Speaking right. of dope beats. <laughs> What? Me? What? Got <laughs> uh, the uh, final match, main event, the last semifinal for the uh, Super Junior Tag Tournament. The team of Ishimori and ACH taking on Ricochet and Finley. Um, I thought that this was a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 I think you know what I'm going to say. I, I look. I think Finley's a great a great wrestler. I'm very happy that he's getting to. Uh, that he's out of this young lion position, and now he's at the big boy table, so to speak. He's a junior. He's getting to wrestle these guys. But, man, I I, I miss Ricochet and Seidel. I okay. really do. 
right, but I think I think Dave Finley is is a is a really good pro wrestler. Oh, and he's great. I, I, and I don't think that he at that that he's taking away from this match in any way whatsoever. No, no, I really no. Don't. And 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 that's not what I was getting at at all. Really, I just I just feel like you know you have on one side a team like Ishimori and ACH, and then you know who are super high flyers in their own right. And then you have right. Ricochet, you know, enough said. And then you have Finley, who's a great wrestler, for, but he's yeah. not... He's <sighs> not as sexy to you as Seidel. Right. I get it. I, I And uh, that's... Listen, and I would agree. I would agree. I don't think that there's... Listen, Seidel's been around the world. Uh, at, <laughs> he with, certainly has. <laughs> he's had some life experiences. <laughs> Uh, and more than than David Finley, and we're talking in ring. So yes, I think Seidel is a more polished pro wrestler because again, he's had many more matches, many more opportunities to hone his craft. Um, and yes, that tag team for you is is a is a Colin Miller tag team, right? Even with that said, though, with David Finley, with uh, Ricochet, I think this match there was a lot left on the table. I I walked out of this match thinking, man, that's it. That's that's what we got, huh? I I I was excited for this match. And truth be told, I don't. I wouldn't even. Would you think this was the second best match of the show? Um, but uh, behind the the Bucks and Omega match. Yeah. Or do you think it was first? Do you think it was better? I'm gonna say Bucks and Omega was the best match on this show. This a, a close second. I don't think it was that close. To me, I think this is. I I think it could have been, and I think it was a good match. I still, I, I think the the Bucks match blew it away. I, it maybe did. not blew it away, but it. I think by by a sizable distance, it was a better match. Which again, well, to look, me, look who was in that match though. Well, right. I mean, you had some talented motherfuckers in that six man, right? Were you um, Juice Robinson? <laughs> I did, but I said it. That's the first thing I thought of, too. Um, Kindred yeah. spirits. We are. We are. Uh, we like the environment. Uh, <laughs> we uh, All that stuff. Okay, so, um, no, I mean, I, I, to me, I, felt, I feel like th- that that match, there, there there was another level that I could have gone to, and I just didn't feel like it hit it, and which was a little disappointing. Um, not to say that this was a bad match, but... If you can only watch one match, watch the six men. Absolutely. Now, so, did you see the interview at the end? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. So, so, so okay. Ishimori and ACH uh, picking up the victory with the stereo 450 splash. And yeah, you texted me. You said you have to watch the ACH press conference at the end, and that that was pretty hilarious. I'm trying to remember everything that he was saying. Oh, uh, he's like, you don't understand a word I'm saying, do you? <laughs> right? Yeah, he's so, like, you don't, you don't know. He, he he was channeling uh, uh, Rush Hour, the movie, and he's like, <laughs> you don't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. All right. Uh, and then he's trying to get a yes. How do you say yes in Japanese? How do you say yes in Japanese? Uh, and he's like, yes, yes. Uh, and then uh, he closes out by saying he's done, he's over it, and he's going to Sizzler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy, a- ACH, he's, he's got charisma out the yin-yang. And if I was a uh, North American wrestling promoter, shall we say, I, I'd, be, I'd, I'd give this guy a million dollars to come over. Wow, a million? 
Well, I, I, I'd give him a couple hundred grand. Okay, no. He, uh, that, that, yeah, so again, watch the match. Let it go. Again, this is where they go in the back at Cork and, and the press are around them and they have the, the backdrop behind them and post-match presser, if you will. Make sure you catch it. It's, it's, well, it's well worth it. Um, I, thought, I thought it was uh, uh, hilarious. And, and you have to go out of your way to watch that. I'm sure it'll be a buzz on the interweb soon. Um, you'll yep. catch it. Just go to so. uh, Reddit Squared Circle. I'm sure there's yeah. gifts galore. Yeah, I'm sure. It was good. It was funny. He did a good job. And even Ishimori was giggling and laughing. <laughs> like, he's just like, and I don't know what he said. He said something in Japanese, but it was, you know, it, you know, it kind of felt to the tune of, huh? <laughs> that's him or whatever, you know. They're my new favorite uh, tag team. And you were saying, listen, there's a, lot, there's a lot to like there. There's a lot to like there. Do you think they're winning this? Uh, well, hey, why don't, why, don't, why don't we get into that right now? This right. leads us to uh, Power Struggle taking place next Saturday, November 5th from Osaka. and uh, yeah. Sold out. Is it sold out? Colin, it is sold out. Wow, great news. Yeah, we. I mean, that's, that's something in the sense of, one, you know, we're over, you know, over a week when it was announced that it was sold out. Now, again, this is not the biggest building in Osaka, but... Sellout is a sellout. That's great news, man. Especially the fact one, it, the the lineup is not sellout sexy, right? No, it's, it's it doesn't feel that way to me. Especially the uh, headliner, right? Well, I mean that, and that's debatable, right? What's going to be that headline? But regardless of that fact, a, well, here's what a sellout does: a sellout creates a buzz. Uh, what a sellout does is it says. Some people aren't getting in that want to get in, right? And it just creates this psychological connection of this being maybe a, a, a hot product or something that I want to see. Oh, it's sold out. It's something is going on here. What's going on here? Oh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And and it, and it does create this psychological thing of, uh, you know, I want to be in there. I want I want to to see what's going on. Um, so that's a good thing. That's a real good thing. Selling out early too this is not okay we still have tickets available at the gate come come by and then it sells out that's that's a that to me that's another story this is selling out in in advance naito on top los ingo bernables on top on on the on all these matches right him and sonata and and tanahashi naito j lethal um that's that's a pretty big deal again i don't know how big the building is but a sellout is a sellout and I think that's a good thing, and that's you gotta you gotta pin that on a lot of that on Los Singo Bernables. All right, so let's go through the card right now from uh, bottom to top, and this is the card uh, as we know it currently. So we've got the uh, finals of the Super Junior Tag Tournament. So we we are going to see Ishii, or excuse me, Whoa, are Ishii. We? No, we're, we're not Ishii. We, we are going to see him. He is okay. in the uh, tag match later on, but the Super Junior Tag Match, we're going to see uh, ACH yeah. and Ishimori. Correct. Taking on Rapongi Vice, um, I say ACH and Ishimori uh, take the cake here. Like I said, I think that uh, this is going to be the implosion, explosion of uh, Rapongi Vice. Okay, and then uh, we have uh, a Noah winning uh, the, the a Noah team winning the tournament, mm-hmm. challenging the Young Bucks for the tag belts, right? In a singles match at the Dome, right? 
I, as much as I would love that, as much as I would love to see that rematch, um, you know, we, 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 we've, we've been through this before, Damon, we've been through this last year, you know, when I was harping on, I, I wanted to see, uh, Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. I don't. I don't remember what the hell it was that I wanted to see. But no, I, I'm afraid we're gonna get the the usual four man uh, f- four tag team car crash. But um, we'll see. Mm, yeah. So at the end of the show, we're gonna have a couple teams hopping in the ring, get on the mic. You know, crickets in the crowd because they can't understand a fucking word they're saying. Most likely. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna have a schmaz. All right. Maybe well, not though. Listen. I hope not. I hope it's just a singles match. Young Bucks, uh, Ishimori, and ACH. That's what I want. I don't want to see other teams involved. We don't need it. But And, and let's be honest. Truth be told, who else is there? Finley and Ricochet? Yeah, like, Finley and Ricochet. Be... Um, I don't think that Red Dragon counts anymore. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that, no. I really wouldn't. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't. And Ricochet and Finley, like, what claim do they have? They lost. Remember that time I bought you McDonald's? <laughs> We're challenging for the belts. We deserve a shot. Hey, remember that time I uh, lent you my jacket? You're cold on the train. We <laughs> deserve a title shot. <laughs> yeah, other than Ricochet and Finley, I can't think of any other junior tag team that can come out at this point and, and uh, stake their claim. Remember that time in the summer, Colin? When I bought you that soda, <laughs> I deserve a shot. I don't the drink belt. soda, Damon. Oh, sorry, my bad. That wasn't me. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I hope. So. I, I can't think of another team that would uh, that would be in the schmas, but um, we know the history, kids. We know the history. I hope it's. Uh, hope they learned their lessons from it. All right. Now, speaking of Ishii, for the IWGP uh, Tag Team Titles, we have the Gorillas of Destiny defending against Ishii and Yoshihashi. Well, first of all, uh, I'll give you a scale of one to ten on my excitement level. The first match, the finals, and I will give it a solid eight. No, not an eight. Seven. Six. Six point five. Six and three quarters. <laughs> Six and one quarter. Six and one quarter. Six. That's my excitement. Sorry. Right. Six is the number. Uh, for this match, though, uh, I'm going to go even lower. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm it's, surprised. It's G-O-D. Uh, you know, what do you want me to do? Can't get, uh, you can't turn water to wine. Can't get blood from a stone. God, G-O-D. Um, again, the only thing I'm hoping for is a possible, possible uh, way, an interaction for Godo to get in this mix with Ishii, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, do you think they're possibly a title changer? Uh, no, I don't, actually. I think that G-O-D retains, and then I think that Godo gets into the mix somehow and uh, teams up with Ishii. They destroy Yoshihashi here, right? This would be a nice. I mean, <laughs> yeah. seriously, I mean, this would be a nice way to get Goto involved. Where I mean, they they literally destroy Yoshihashi, and yeah, you could do know, like an angle of sorts. Yeah, like an injury or something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on, I'm on board with that. I hope that happens. Uh, and uh, again, a pro wrestling injury, of course. I wouldn't want anyone's health to be jeopardized just for my pleasure. Um, right. We want it to be a work. Exactly. 
And all right, I'll go that route, but I'm not excited. Uh, I would go. Uh, I'm gonna go two. Two? Wow. I was gonna give a, a three or four. I'll go three because I'm still a little hungover. <laughs> you're, you're feeling generous today. Uh, next match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. We've got the champion Bushi defending against the challenger Kushida. Um, I I'm see, not excited. No. I, yeah, you, you took the words right out of my mouth already. I'm not excited for this match at all. I see Kushida regaining his title, and I'd like to think, I'd like to think that we're somehow building towards Kushida versus Osprey 3 at the Dome. We need to. I want to. I want this. Um, so this is where the belt's got to change hands, right? There's really no other opportunities. What has Bushi um, done with this belt thus far? I, I don't get the Bushi, man. I, there are people that really dig Bushi, and he's like, to me, he is, he's, he's not my cup of tea. Man. I think it's that little spinneroony thing he does when he gets I up. Mean, I think that's I, it. I, you know, I, I, just, it's just not me. You know, I, just, I don't get it. Uh, I think. I, they have to take the belt off them. We gotta, we gotta go Kushida and, and uh, you know, if we want Osprey or how about would Ricochet in this mix? Would that offend you? Uh, Rick, Ricochet challenging for the uh, yeah. junior title? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, I, I love Ricochet. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be. Fi- how about what if we did? Um, we don't see this a lot. I go see a three-way triple threat. Nah. We did we'll, see we'll, that one set of dome show. We did. We did with Low Key and Ibushi and then uh, Devitt. Yep. Um, I can't say it's not not going to happen. I, I think the the chances are we don't really see a lot of that at all. Um, but we see it a lot with the tag, so I would be okay with that. Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of the, of the three way mixes, the dances, the schmas. But I would be okay with that. Ricochet, Osprey, and Kushida. That could be fucking fun. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty to me. I like that. I hope we uh, that I would be okay with that. I would prefer Osprey Kushida, but I'd be okay with the mix. I'd be okay with the mix. Um, all right. So I'm not excited for the match though. I've I, enough of the Bushi. Enough of the yeah. Bushi Kushida. So. He, he does very little for me, Bushi. But um, yeah. but yeah, I think a belt's uh, belt changing hand here. Yep. I think I think you're I think we're on we're on the right path here. I agree. Uh, next match for the Never Open Weight title, we have the champion Shibata defending against Evil. Um, I think that this is going to be a really good match. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't see a title change here. Um, how about you? No. I think, I think um, personally, I think that we'll see some more Los Ingo Bernabales. I think it, you'll see like a Bushi Evil um, Sonata eventually for the Never six mans that's where i kind of see that happening i'd like to see that i, I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's where we, we were going for for a dome um yeah i don't think there's going to be a title change here either and but i think the match will be very good i think the match will be very good did you uh happen did you did you see anything from a great voyage the noah show shibata and, and go i did not did you no, I haven't seen anything as of yet, but I planned on watching it after we got done recording. Um, it just got uh, to the archives, the Real Hero archives. Um, I did get a text from our good friend, uh, Moondog, Brian Mackey. Uh, I just watched Shibata go from Great Voyage. Holy hell, the chest of Shibata was his note. So uh, should be interesting. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, yeah, it looks like I have to check that one out. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hearing good things about this card, uh, top to bottom. So, uh, yeah, might have to check that. Not might, I will check that out uh, sometime soon, probably today. Can we talk about Mr. Shibata for a moment? And, Monsieur uh, Shibata? And who he may be facing at Wrestle Kingdom? I, I, I've been giving this a lot of thought lately, mm. you know? These are the things that I think about on a daily basis, you know, who Shibata is going to defend the Never title against at Wrestle Kingdom. You're and a good fan. You're a good pro wrestler. Yeah. I, I, I had two thoughts, and I'd like to run them by you and uh, see which one sounds most appealing to you. All right. Option A. Uh, number one, you know, that this, this time bomb is uh, scheduled to go off soon. And there's a lot of speculation that this could be the return of Minoru Suzuki. Mm -hmm. How about Shibata versus Suzuki at the Dome for the Never title? I would love it, but here's the monkey wrench. Okay. Uh, when the time bomb is supposed to go off, Monsieur Suzuki is uh, booked on a Noah show in a pretty significant match. So, unless hmm. it's a video package in which this time bomb would be shown, I don't think time bomb is Suzuki. Who do you think time bomb is then? Kamitachi. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, that's kind of He doesn't have any Noah or he doesn't have any Ring of Honor dates booked. Um he's probably the and with that video package it's kind of you know, the, the the flags where he has wrestled and, uh, on his excursions and his tours and all that fun. I just, I think uh, the time bomb is comet you touch. So you're saying that there's no chance that we're going to hear Cult of Personality played over the loudspeakers <laughs> then? Not unless somebody brings it and decides to do a, uh, what was it, say anything and stand at the top of Corrigan Hall with a boombox. Hmm. No, I think. I should uh, do that. That would be great. You you might get kicked out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I, it's not Suzuki, unfortunately. Well, here's my second thought. Go ahead. How about Kota Ibushi? Well, yeah. Um, I don't know his schedule per se. Be, to be quite frank, um, I don't. I, I, is he still in the Dusty tournament? Uh yeah, he is. Although it's it, it's not with Kenta anymore, unfortunately. No, it sucks. Got yeah. injured again. Yeah. What fucking luck that guy's had, man. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. Um. Oh. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I can't say yay or nay only because I don't know Kota Obushi's schedule. I think he's teaming up with Perkins, actually, by the way. I think that's, that's uh, TJ Perkins. TJ Perkins? Yeah. Okay. Um, mm, now nah, I'm probably going to say no, but stranger things have happened. Hey, the fucking guy's shown up in a tiger mask outfit, <laughs> right? <laughs> Opening the sumo hall show. Uh, so, you know, stranger things have happened with that silly bird. All right, uh, next match, semi-main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Seiya Sonata in their rematch from the G1. Um, I think we all know what's going to happen here. Tanahashi's going to get his revenge on Sonata, get his win back, and uh, he's going to go into Wrestle Kingdom strong. Yep, and hopefully we'll have the confirmation of a Naito Tanahashi Intercontinental title match, which is nice. Now, look, here's this is a big match for Sonata. It's a big match. Uh, singles match, big show. You know, he's, he's I think it's the, the 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 story has been written in many people's eyes, but he still has to go out there and perform on this stage in a big spotlight show, in a big spotlight match. 
So uh, I think this is going to be really good. If you remember back to the G1 match, even with a, a, a Tanahashi who was in less than perfect health, I'm not mistaken, this match was pretty stellar, pretty good, right? Uh, I think this match will be will equal that, if not surpass. So I think we're in some, for some good stuff. Uh, Tanahashi gets to win. I'm excited for this. I'm I'm I think it's going to be really good. I would give it a, an eight on the Damon scale. Alrighty, and the main event of the evening for the IWGP Intercontinental Title. The champion, Tetsuya Naito, defending against Jay Lethal. Strange main event, right? Michael Elgin getting hurt, busting up his face, uh, recovering. He's home now, uh, looking at his social media and such. He's uh, recuperating, finally got back to the gym, That's which is good. I know that's one of his things, kind of his little touch points of his rehab, so he's able to get back into the gym. Which is that is one good. of your things, Damon? Gym? <laughs> I haven't looked inside of a gym in fucking months. You kidding me? Um, I just don't like lifting heavy things. That's really what it comes down to. I just find it fucking ugh. Um, so Jay Lethal, big spot here. This is this is going to be a real. See, here's the thing. It's Naito. It's Osaka. So there's already built in heat, anger, buzz. All that fun stuff. We know the history with Naito and Osaka. That's already built in. So you know you could you could put a cardboard box in that ring, and you know the heat I think would be there. Um, you're getting the next best thing, best thing in Jay Lethal uh, from a you know a fan knowledge point of view, right? From a from a are you familiar with Jay Lethal point of view? I'm not saying I think Jay Lethal is a tremendous pro wrestler. Fantastic As do I. pro wrestler. Yeah. But again, it's a tough spot to be in 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 generating interest from a a a fan base in Osaka who's not you know, it's not a place where they're afraid to let their opinions be known and boo you the fuck out of a building. Um so it's going to be interesting. So it's it's going to be interesting. And it, it's sold out. And that's great. Uh, that's that's that that's Naito, man. And and again, I was the guy that was sitting here, not only saying, you know, hey, Naito, I'm not sure about the work rate. I'm not sure about the match quality since he's done this Los Ingo Bernabalus bullshit. I was the one, I'll, I'll admit, and I was proven wrong many times this year. Now, as a draw, okay, I had my doubts. I was skeptical. He's put in a big fucking position here. He drew this house. Los Ingo Bernables drew this house. Tanahashi and Sonata helped draw this house. But let's be honest. This is a Naito house. And, you know, he's helping draw. He's helping this Tokyo Dome show as well. Again, they're, they're resting. Uh, they're putting a lot of chips on Okada and uh, Omega. But, you know, helping in this is Tanahashi and Naito. So you got to give him props. I got to give him props. And, and I think I've done all right, very good. But I'm excited for this match. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to see how it's going to turn out. To be, to be quite frank, to be truthful, you know, how is how's Lethal going to, how's he going to do on on this big stage and big spotlight on a, uh, headlining a New Japan show? Very interesting. And I didn't see their Ring of Honor match either, where Jay Lethal got the win. So this match is completely new to me. It's new to me. I don't think. Did I see that match? I think I did. Um, no, did I? I can't. Well, listen, if I can't remember, it couldn't have been all that special. Um, 
but I do know the finish of Jay Lethal getting a pin, you know, which was pretty significant. So um, it's going to be an interesting thing. It's going to be an interesting night. Now, before we wrap up our power struggle uh, talk, I have one more question for you, and this kind of leads into our PuroCast Year End Awards discussion. Um, last year, at last year's power struggle, we saw one big match of the year uh, contender in the uh, rematch of uh, Ishii and Honma. Do you see any matches on this card having uh, match of the year potential? Maybe Tanahashi Sonata? Perhaps. Perhaps. I would say that's probably the one that's got the closest. I would say... Um... Not G.O.D. and... Uh, <laughs> Yoshihashi and Ishii? No? No, you silly goose. All right. No, I, don't think, I don't think we got... I don't think we got any worries there. Um... Again, maybe if I'm looking for a dark horse match, maybe uh, Evil Shibata. But uh, that, that would that'd be, I think that's going to be a stretch. I think I think the match of the night and any any match that has the potential to sniff a match of the year would be uh, Tanahashi and uh, Sonata. Alrighty, so before we wrap things up on today's edition of the PuroCast, we want to talk a little bit about our year-end awards, which are right around the corner. And uh, Damon, you and I kind of had a little uh, pre-show production meeting, as we do sometimes. And we're thinking that uh, after Power Struggle, voting is going to start on these. Yep, so we're kind of ironing out how we're going to do the awards and... um um, as we did last year, it, it, the, the emails just seems to be the best way to do that. And unless somebody can get a hold of Colin via social media and give us an idea of, of a better method, I can't think of one. And the big reason is, is that I want it to be fair, right? I want it to be our listeners. I don't necessarily want it to just be fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling. These are the pure cast awards. These are the, the awards given to these these performances by our listeners. And I think that's a big thing. So with that being said, um, I think the emails, you know, people who want to vote email us their their picks. And again, I'm mean, I'm a big fan of the five points for a first place, three points for a second place, one point for a third place kind of thing. So you would be voting in each category for three people who you think is the most deserving, the second most deserving, and then the third most deserving. I think that they call that ranked voting. Ranked voting. All right, but the problem is this. I'm the motherfucker that's going to be counting these things. (laughs) So uh, we have a lot of listeners. We have a lot of people that potentially could be voting. So um, it's going to be a little bit of a headache uh, to count the votes. But it's I think it's the only real fair way to do it. We can do a Google Doc, uh, but my fear is with the Google Doc, it can't do those that ranked scoring, right? The ranked voting, it can't. And it's my understanding that it can't. So as of right now, as we sit here today, yeah, the last, it'll probably open up next week. Again, nothing official, but uh, probably next week because there's really nothing else that's going to impact New Japan Pro Wrestling. The World Tag League, it doesn't, it's not going to impact Wrestler of the Year. It's not going to impact Match of the Year. It's not going to impact Junior of the Year. It's not going to impact a lot of the categories. So, We'll have that, and then we usually tally. Uh, usually, the middle of December is when our cutoff date is, and then um, usually it's right around the Wrestle Kingdom show. It's either that show or the next show. It's uh, our awards. So 
Next week, we'll have it solidified. We'll figure it all out. We'll have the official launch of it. We'll have the date. We'll uh, let you know how you, your, your votes will count, the listeners' votes. You'll have your say in who uh, wins these awards, as we always do. So it's a fun thing. It's a fun show when we do it. Uh, we'd love to have your participation. And again, your voice will be heard on the Puyolo Costa. Absolutely. And I remember uh, as we were counting up last year's votes, just the amount of emails that we got from our listeners just kind of blew our minds. And at that yeah. point, we were still in our infancy, the infancy yeah. of the podcast. And, you know, just, just the amount of support from all of you guys around the world that are listening to us and enjoy hearing our ramblings about this great product, New Japan Pro Wrestling, that we all watch and love you know it's very uh very humbling for us and it's very uh reaffirming for us that we're uh, spreading the good word about njpw so we thank you very much for that and uh we'll have more information about these awards next week yep we'll have it all buttoned up um uh, like i said attentively as as we speak probably right after probably that sunday probably next week is probably when we're going to start launching it again nothing official i don't want to see emails yet but um We'll give you all the details. We'll have a pinned post on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account. Um, you'll have all the information so that you guys can get involved. We're going to have a lot more votes this year, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, we're going to have quite a few. So, uh, But it's, it's an exciting time. We're pumped up for it. It's always a good show. And uh, the second time we're doing it, so we're looking forward to having you guys be involved in the voting process. All right, so once again, thank you very much to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week. Remember, just go to NewJapanPuroCast.com. Links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, our RSS feed, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, everything there. That's your one-stop shop to listen to us, NewJapanPuroCast.com. Or you can also check us out on the great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network just visit voicesofwrestling.com you can find us there you can listen to our shows on there and lots of other great pro wrestling shows no matter what your taste is and uh damon final thoughts for today yes i do just quickly again just as a reminder to our sydney and melbourne australia fans and listeners please come out see me let's have a drink monday november 14th five uh, to eight ish at that old growler in sydney so on William Street, 218, and then uh, Melbourne, uh, Friday, November 18th, going to be at the Turf Bar again, Queen Street. Uh, I want to see you guys there. Let's have some fun. I'll be giving away some stuff, some signed autograph stuff, Honma stuff, uh, Tanahashi stuff, some Red Dragon stuff I'll be bringing along. So it'll be fun. Some Takahashi stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I sold that already. I did. Uh, sorry, don't have that. Um, but again, uh, let's have a good time. Sydney, Melbourne, uh, we'll tweet out the information as we get closer, but it's, uh, just a couple, uh, I mean, less than a couple weeks away. So, uh, again, circle it 14th, 18th. See you there. Alrighty. So we're going to be back here same time, same place to, uh, give our review of power struggle. Again, that takes place next Saturday, November 5th. So, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys next week. Enjoy Power Struggle.
In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and in me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.